Once again, you're listening to the May-June podcast edition of Alberta Doctors Digest, and I'm your host and editor-in-chief, Marvin Polis. Now it's time for one of our regular editorials, this time with Dr. Sandy Patterson. His story is Surviving the Galapagos. Sandy, you've uh, been traveling again, have you? Yes, and this one was a little stupid in the sense that going to this wonderful place for four days and taking three days going there and back is not the way to do it. But when you've, you're short of time and you want to um, say you've been there, I had no choice. This wonderful place being, of course, the Galapagos Islands. What did you learn about Charles Darwin and survival of the fittest? Well, quite a lot. Getting down there was survival of the fittest. There's a lot of people who want to get to the Galapagos, and the air, the flights were crowded, and going through the connecting Cancun, Panama City, Quito. Uh, we were exhausted when we got there, but it was really well worth it. Tell me about your adventure. What did you experience on the islands? We did, it was an upmarket type of four days that we had. We had our own guide and he met us in the airport on Ila Balta, which is the main island in the Galapagos where the airport is. And um, you kind of get a, the guides are are very well educated and well trained and um, they make it very plain to you initially that you mustn't touch anything. You mustn't take any plant away. You mustn't uh, take a an iguana in your suitcase. That kind of obvious thing. And our fellow Enrique was a young man, very keen. And of course, we were exhausted, but he didn't seem to notice that. And he took us right away on a, a full day sort of tour. We arrived in the afternoon and went to see the tortoises which are amazing. Darwin saw these as well. And there's, there are subtle differences in the tortoise species on each of the islands. That and the finches and other observations that he made on the voyage of the Beagle really led into his thinking about natural selection and survival of the fittest, not necessarily the fittest, but the adaptation to the very local environment. And so this was the theme right uh, through for the for all the days we were there. And it really was quite remarkable. It's certainly a place that everybody should try and get to at some point in their journey through this life. And speaking of survival, uh, I understand you went swimming with sharks. What, uh, what was on I, your I, mind, I, Sandy? Well, I do a lot of scuba diving. And... Most of the time when you're doing that, occasionally you'll see a reef shark and you'll be quite stunned at that and very excited about it and the dive masters will be talking about it afterwards. This time we were in a boat and this is what most people do. You just go snorkeling and I noticed under the dive boat there was a big hammerhead shark and I pointed this out and the fellow in charge, the I guess he was the dive master, I said, oh, he said, it doesn't matter, you know, they don't bother you. <laughs> so, And it actually swam off. And so we got in and there was a kind of group think that he was so calm about it. And everybody sort of said, well, you know, he doesn't seem to be worried. So why should we worry? 
and indeed there was no worry. So you go swimming along and along the rock faces, and this fellow was poking his. He had a long stick, and he was poking it in between the rocks. And a couple of reef sharks would come shooting out, and everybody would be just looking at them. My whole upbringing has been to to get away from sharks, but he would uh, swim along, and then he'd shout sharks. And he'd be saying, come on, you know, come and have a look. So that was a rethink in my way of approaching sharks. I don't really think it could be done many other places than the Galapagos. I mean, there were no big white sharks or anything that you'd be daft to go anywhere near. But hammerheads can be ugly-looking beasts. And, uh, you know, I did think, am I really doing the right thing here? But everybody seemed to be fine, and uh, there was no problem. You know what, Sandy? I think I'm just going to leave that uh, carnivorous fish adventure to you. So tell me, you know, I, I, I know that you do these trips abroad in part to learn. And what did you actually learn from this trip that you can apply to your life as a doctor? One of the ladies on the trip said it after we'd walked around this wonderful island called Seymour Island and just watched the frigate birds and the boobies. And, you know, you can walk right up to them and almost tickle them under the chin, except the guide would start shouting at you. It's a very peaceful sort of feeling that uh, these animals, birds, reptiles, really are not afraid of you. They don't seem to see you. You're almost irrelevant to them. And they're getting on with their life and you're getting on with yours. And, you know, one of the ladies said, oh boy, wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody could come to the Galapagos and see this and that would calm, calm a lot of people down. And I had to agree, you know, I think um, when you think of all the troubles in the world, and just being able to wander around and uh, with these animals that ordinarily in the rest of the world would be flying away and frightened of you, we're just uh, going along with the flow. And that's not to say that they haven't had predators because even Darwin and and all of the buccaneers that used to call in at the Galapagos would uh, take turtles for food and they'd kill birds. and uh, But it seems to have passed off and uh, certainly in the last few years there's been none of that. So it's a wonderful experience just in absolute contact with nature and you start to notice things more. Well said. Well, hey, I'm glad you enjoyed your trip. I'm glad you survived your trip, actually, especially the shark part. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Okay, thank you.